0: Let's get into it, man. Welcome back, episode two. Illmatic. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. Thank excited you. Excited about it. That's Thank you right. for listening. Thank you guys for, yo. By the way, we dropped the first episode on Father's Day, which was the most fitting time to drop it. So, shout out to Freddie for hitting like ill crunch time
1: to get it done. That's right. Shout out to Freddie, man.
0: Um, but what I'm really excited about is I think when we dropped it, we thought it was just going to be like some basement shit, kind of. Yeah. And we had like triple digit listeners. That shit is nasty. I told yeah. you. No, that was a big. <clears throat> that's a big one <laughs> I, w- I looked up and I was like oh
1: Freddie is over here uh, taste testing this Thank TX blended whiskey um, it looks nice shout out to
0: TX blended whiskey I haven't tasted it yet that came via someone's trunk from Texas to California that's right shout
1: out to, <laughs> shout out to Victor who just had his second kid congratulations yeah, shout out to Victor I don't
0: know Victor but Victor's gonna be on the podcast he is form.
1: a Mexican he's Mexican as fuck however he passes as white so that's why he's in Texas <laughs> I was like he's I was going to ask. Him, I was like he's in Texas. No, but he's in the shit. Dallas Fort Worth area. So it's pretty was,
0: progressive-ish yeah, yeah, over there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas. Yeah. Um but no, thank you guys. I, I really want to just give a moment to say thank you because we weren't expecting the amount of feedback and positive kudos we received. That yeah, shit all. is crazy. We hit triple digit listeners and downloads when it's not even live on iTunes. Yo, fuck Apple Podcasts, by the Yo, way. Yo,
1: stop playing with us, man. We, I, every fucking day I look and it it's says, like, there. the Bible binge. I'm like, this is not that. This is not that cheap, guaranteed. We're
0: not doing the Bible binge? I no, we were, we're not doing the Bible binge, fam. Like, no, we're not
1: doing none of that no, shit. No,
0: seriously, fuck Apple Podcasts. I would really love it if Tidal responded to my email because I sent you guys one they the just, other day.
1: Man, they're just cock-teasing us, bro, because they got all the leverage now. So they're like, yeah, I don't give a... Like, everyone listens to Apple Podcasts. Fuck, you gonna do about it? I don't want to be on Apple Podcast because it yes, won't do. even make our shit live. Yes, you do. Fuck them, man. Until Bro. yeah, fuck them until they put our <laughs> shit up out like, oh, oh, like, Yo, shout out, out to here, Apple, here, <laughs> <laughs> you know Apple Podcasts We love Stop you. Stop playing with us, Apple Podcasts Come on, just like, put like, our shit on, up, man. Please, like, please. we've it's been
0: like two weeks. We're, we're approved. Spotify likes us.
1: Hey, man, I heard it takes up to like three, four weeks to fucking index a one fucking podcast. But then like the first episode after that. It's, I, yeah every, after that like things go pretty quickly so All right, man, if well. anyone has any insight out there about why this lag is like why the lag is even here let us know if it's just an indexing thing then i think we'd probably be a little more at ease about it i'm super impatient i want our shit to be rocking man i think the feedback we've
0: gotten is so good people seem to appreciate it which is dope because that kind of gives us the fuel so if you guys have any inside tips just shoot us a message hit us on twitter at thepopscast.com popscast.com or not that's not a dot
1: com is it no Right. Twitter, you see the pre-game, there's the, there's the pregame. The pregame is too game. real, everybody. <laughs> fuck it. See this is at if box. if anyone out if anyone out there is watching the video content. There's a reason we're drinking water with the whiskey. Is because we're fucking old, and we got to get scientific <laughs> about hangovers, man. Like we just have to be realistic about that shit. My kid doesn't give a fuck if I am hungover tomorrow. That's just absolutely so, not. Nope. So it's one sip water, one sip whiskey. <laughs> 100%. I feel like a herb, but fuck it. <laughs> um, So, question for you. Sup, sup, sup. I'd
0: rather die enormous than live dormant. That's how we on it. Can I live? Can I live? Reasonable doubt, but it's on your shirt, man. Talk about it.
1: Uh, Heat check, man. Um, We got to start off. Well, we're gonna try to start off. What every episode from here on out with what we're wearing. I am wearing uh, a die enormous T-shirt from none other than the Big Bro. John Gotti. That's uh, you can find my Instagram. It's J O N G O T T Y. That for real is my big bro. He uh, actually got me started in um, in blogging and stuff like that. He used to run the smoking section, so we're out here both representing. So I'm wearing Gotti the dinosaur shirt. B is over over here wearing the Gotti Nose shirt.
0: I feel like it's, this is like his uh, essentials, the classic Gotti Nose. Um, yeah. it's fresh, man, it's clean. Shout out to Gotti for that, man. Up. Haven't had the pleasure of meeting him. Just only via um, online methods, but no, man. Salute to you! Thank you for providing us with the dope gear today, man. He is a fucking
1: goldmine of information when it comes to operating, like in the digital world. So, and I'm a
0: little upset that the cat has like six pairs of chlorophylls. Like, I think that's
1: he actually pared it down. He had like nine or something like that. And he just that's just his beater shoe. And I was like, when your beater shoe is like a lot of people's grills, that's when you know you're on. That's the first one. So,
0: So, no, shout out to Gotti, man. We appreciate you, man. Thank you for always giving us good culture on the. Yo, if you follow his Instagram, you follow his Twitter, um, the guy's like a, a he's a fixture for the culture. And I think for me what really like turned me on to him was when you well, obviously you put me on to him, but then like I would go to his page and for like a sneakerhead, like it's it's impressive to see some of the things he he brings out the heat, but also too, like when you get a follow by a certain like legendary sneakerhead that maybe is not like socially known as popular, like a Clark can or like a mayor yeah. or somebody yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But you got Don't Charge Abdul
1: following you. I was oh, just like. Oh, man, yeah. Abdul is the king of fucking Abdul Air Force Abdul the king
0: of Ones, man. That like,
1: makes sense because he's from the DMV. So I was like, And
0: man. I'm jealous of his kids' swag. Like, his kids always have the dopest swag. So, Abdul, I need you on the Pops cast. This is the first request.
1: Whatever you do for a living, let us know because. I know, right? That, I've never. I followed that dude for like the last two and a half, three years. I've never seen him repeat a pair of shoes. Ever. That's like a thousand days that I haven't seen him repeat a pair of shoes. It's, it's fucking Ill. crazy, man. Yeah, a thousand-something days or something like that. And if I could be
0: on Clark Kent's birthday list where you send me, like, 12 pairs of heat, Clark Kent, I'm available for that if you want to send them over.
1: Clark's not fucking with us yet. He will. Yes. All right. All right, let's just put that out there. But what you got on the feet, though, man?
0: Um, Classic, man. The anniversaries, man. The 326, the Air Max Ones. Yeah, Air Max Ones. Retro. I went with you today. (laughs) I went with the retros today, but also rocking the hip-hop socks. Oh
1: that's a Queen. set. Man. That's a set. I got the fire red threes on. I don't know if I could... no, I was gonna try to lift my leg. Let me see if I could not fucking sprain my leg. You know, fire red threes is starting to yell a little starting to yell a little bit, but you know.
0: You know, you know we can just like throw up a slide or a picture of the sheet. Right? Too late
1: now, I already strained my hamstring.
0: <laughs> and maybe some sick b-roll in the back end of like oh, uh, fucking Ryan. millennials should have told us that shit before we tried to fucking pull them out Freddie <laughs> was just trying to tell
1: us it's <laughs> uh, done
0: already <laughs> yeah, yeah I already pulled my sure hands for the next three days. so now we have to
1: put that footage in there rather than just putting a slide in the video you contest you use so. Freddie oh well man uh, oh. but so yeah that I guess segues into the roll call um, John Gotti is our first and foremost shout out so shout out to him also shout out to an event we went to last weekend uh, the Brown Liquor Collective, that's exactly how it Clean. sounds, find them on fucking Instagram, it's headed by my boy, and I don't even know how to say his last name. I want to say Masonette, 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 Eddie. I mean, if we want to be fancy with it, we can say Masonette, but to Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. Yeah. Eddie, big ups to you, man, he's actually uh, starting, it's pretty fucking self-explanatory. Brown Liquor Collective, I mean, it's, it's what it is.
0: Yeah. Um, Super dope event, man. They had it in downtown L.A., which was super posh, man. It was in a penthouse suite. It was dope. But more importantly than the actual um, apartment, man, it was just more the vibe and the energy behind it. It was good people, good times. Mm-hmm. Um, he served some really dope whiskey, man. It was clean. So I'm looking forward to the next event, man. So Balvenie Eddie,
1: or Balvenie, whatever the fuck it's called. That shit wasn't even an apartment, though. Because remember when we got there, I was like, what the fuck does PH stand for? He was just like... I think it means penthouse. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. We're on that. We're on yeah, that yeah, now. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, no, so clean. remind me never to host at my place <laughs> <because> <laughs> it is not a penthouse.
0: It's definitely not a penthouse. But
1: yeah, check them out, man, uh, at, at Brown Liquor Collective. Um, they, they do what tastings, I think, once every couple months in LA. Yeah, yeah. And they're open to other areas as well, man. So if you want to start something up in your, in your area, just let them know and, and holler at them. And we'll,
0: we'll be sure to put a, put a mention up and shout him out on the page, too, so we can kind of get some footage from the event. Um, I think he had some really dope um, footage from it. But we'll put Just it up none there. none of us. Eddie. Yeah, we got tagged <laughs> in it, but we weren't pictured in it. Fam. We came
1: late, man. He was already slurring, man. That's facts. That... <laughs> we got there like at 11. Yeah, we did. But we did. Well we pulled up.
0: Um, for me, I want to shout out um, my guy, man, Ant at Dad Bought Apparel. So this cat... Um, was super dope, man. We started off kind of in the same lane. And then somehow, not somehow, I know how, he just took off. And man, he just ascended to these crazy heights. He does a lot for the dad community, but it's all about like just being a healthy version of you. So he really supports that movement. Um, really dope gear. This cat's coming out with some some heat. He gave me some some shit. I'll bring it out the next episode, oh, episode awesome, three. Make sure you guys don't so watch next time.
1: Matchy matchy. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not an elderly white couple on vacation in the Bahamas. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. gonna I might have to text you though beforehand. I got a couple of friends where I'm like, Yo, where you wearing tonight? Like, and not even no sexy. I'm just like, let me just make sure I'm not wearing that too.
0: I don't think that we've ever like. Not that it's been this long time, but I don't think we've ever like come close. But when he pulled up today, I was just like, Really, we're doing that today? (laughs) Fucking bastard.
1: It is and by the way, reason. it's like
0: 90 degrees in here, so I'm maybe in a wife beater next week. Because this shit is
1: getting hot. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We can't say that. Wife beater is a problematic term. What do we call it? A-shirts? Or like Mero says, the even more problematic term. Have you heard it? What I don't want to offend any Italians. What is it? You never heard them say the, the alternate term for uh, a wife beater slash to say it. Guinea tea. <laughs> Guinea tea? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
0: yeah, Shout out to Meryl and Jesus.
1: Um, <laughs> That's a wild problematic I apologize for that I don't ascribe to any of those things except for the A-shirts So we might be out here in A-shirts and Farmer Tans Next week because it is pretty fucking hot in here Well, Rachel's going to be in an A-shirt I'm going to be in a wife beater and a <laughs> guinea tea <laughs> Fair enough Fair enough I'll be I'll be That's my back That's my (laughs) professional background So I'll keep it relatively measured
0: (laughs) He was super clean with it Um, But no Dad bought apparel Anthony man If you guys go to his page At dad bought apparel Make sure you guys go Support the brand Um, He has some shit He has a movement man And I think it's really dope What he does for the dad community And by, by the way He is The number one Dad wear company Out there don't get it twisted. Shots
1: fired. Aunt, Anybody else who wants to come at me and debate it, at me. I don't give a shit. And you gotta, you gotta come out and tell me how to get rid of this fucking spare tire The pinche llantas around my fucking <laughs> around my midsection, man. And all my Latinos. Shout out to my Latinos. Man. You know what the panza law has mean? All right, I got a lot of that. And either either give me a workout plan or some shit, or and hook us up. Direct me to uh. The nearest liposuction facility.
0: <laughs> Don't
1: drink so much. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Said, Freddy da- Freddy said, not just so- you know what? I'm gonna come out with so some fucking with the not skinny dad cocktails or some shit like that because they got oh, a skinny girl. Shit. They do skinny, have skinny girl. Skinny get skinny dad cocktails or some shit like and that.
0: Dad bought skinny dad uh, cocktails. Yeah, it's gonna thing? be some
1: sugar free sugar free alize. <laughs>
0: I'm so disappointed with how this is going today. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, Oh, shit. You know what? One more shout-out. Rest in peace, Bushwick with Bill. Bushwick with Bill, yeah. He passed, like, I think right after we we even recorded, yeah. It was like
0: two days after,
1: maybe. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't get to it, uh, but but shout-out and rest in peace to him, man. Like, Legendary man Ghetto Boys man. I was so happy when that collection was Supreme drop cuz I'm like oh my god Finally they're getting some fucking shine cuz Supreme does some weird shit, man They do sometimes I don't understand their collapse. Yeah, but the Rap-A-Lot record stuff I was like and the and the Ghetto Boys t-shirt. I was like that's fucking fire And I'm and I'm glad that in that way they were able to give The Ghetto Boys their flowers before they were gone for sure. I mean, so shout out to him man Houston representative, you know, I love fucking H-Town
0: for sure, man. You know what's funny? Every time I think of Bushwick Bill, the number one thing that comes into my head is me and Ghetto Boys are Trick or Treat and <laughs> robbing little kids for bad. That was like, our first like, commercial that, her- that hit. That was it, man. man. Yeah, so yeah. like for me, like Bushwick Bill, and I remember the video. Like he was like snatching kids' kids. Dude, he was
1: three. He's three feet eight. <laughs> and you know when you get older, you just shrink. So he was like three feet like six, six maybe. <laughs> and that like that album cover is so man. raw. That's fucking. He's bleeding from his gunshot wound in his eye. When it's he was in the crazy. hospital, yeah, it's that cool. hospital gurney. Shit's wild. So, yeah, recipes to him, man. Um Face, too, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's vegan now. He's actually running he's for um, mayor council or, something or something like, yeah. like that. Council, mayor of Houston. Yeah, yeah. Councilman or something like that. For, I don't know if I really support that,
0: but I think that's dope that he's doing something. Gotta check his platform, I guess, right? We'll see. He's kind of reckless.
1: He is. But I mean, he's. Mac h time Yeah. <laughs> it's it's h time man. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Um, Yeah, so last episode, we talked about. Uh, my personal history, but we didn't get to B, so B, you gotta, you gotta give us the rundown. Um, man, it was interesting
0: coming up, man. I came up the middle child of three. Um, I, I always lived by the, the slogan of the overlooked one. So I have an <laughs> older sister and a younger brother, and I feel like I was over the, the overlooked one. I was always the, the one in trouble all the time. And for me, um, growing up, it was always tough because like, my sister was like the perfect one she was like star athlete a student like could do no wrong the little one was spoiled and it's funny because like my my family's like the house of benetton ad <laughs> so like my older sister's white and then like white with black and then my younger brother's japanese with black that's just wild man and then i'm cuban black so like Shout out to moms. <laughs> she really out
1: here, though. She really
0: out here. Equal <laughs> opportunist <laughs> so, so, like, looking at, like, my upbringing, it was, it was really different. I felt like I didn't really fit in. And especially growing up, too, like, there was, like, the blacks, the Latinos. There was all these different things. And I didn't quite fit in all the way into either. I felt like I had, like, good representation of both. So, for me, um, the toughest thing, I think, is understanding your identity, especially in a in an era where it maybe wasn't necessarily as cool to be like something different. Like you always wanted Biracial, to like, yeah. yeah, it was different. You had to either like pick a side and it was kind of like, well, I relate to both. Like I don't really want to pick. Right. So it was a little bit more challenging, a little bit more difficult. But I think even coming up, you start to, as you get older, you start to appreciate and like learn more things about your culture and like where you come from. But no matter what, what I always felt represented equally was just like music, it was hip hop. And I think that that was like, the thing that kind of got me through the tough times. I remember in high school coming out, listening to when DMX dropped, It's Dark and Hell is Hot, and you're like, oh shit, this was like at the time when Bad Boy was killing and like.
1: Was that 97?
0: 96, 96, 97. Yeah. And then you think of like Reasonable Doubt came out at that point. Illmatic just dropped two years before that. Wu Tang was still dropping heavy at the time. Oh, yeah. So this was in the era where hip hop was in this golden era and you were just like, I don't know what the fuck I am, like racially, but I want to be a part of that shit because that shit spoke to me. I'm saying though, yeah. And it was just crazy. So like growing up in that era, man, it made it so much easier. And for me, I always listened to like the East Coast music and it's funny because I had both influences, but for me, the East Coast spoke more to me and it was just like, you had like these lyricists and I think even from like the West Coast side, you would have like the Raz yeah, which was crazy. Like Chino Excel back in the day. Um, those things always spoke to me, so that was a that's a little bit about me and my upbringing. But I think for me, hip hop was what really got me through it, and I was able to kind of relate. And I felt like I fit into this. Like it was, it was hard outside of that, but it was just fitting right. into like something, and that's where I
1: fit in. What was what, what was the song that that immediately drew you to like East Coast over like any other coast?
0: Um, I think for me, it was a couple things. It was, reasonable doubt. Even, like, Reasonable Doubt came out shortly after mm-hmm. um, Jade when he dropped Streets is Watching. And then I, I watched still... the DVD, and I was just like, yo, this is crazy. Because he had, like, a crew of, like, hitters like Sauce Money and um, all these lyricists around him. So for me, when I would watch, like, Streets is Watching or even, like, Nas's,
1: um, like, Rewind, oh, I was man. like, come on, man, like, that was what off the dramatic, fuck right? yeah. is this? Like, yeah with the sound effects that were wild on, like, man. like vulgar
0: <laughs> or even um, I can't think I gave you power <sighs> of Nas Al when he was a gun this yeah. cat rap from the perspective of a gun when I was like yo this is crazy
1: dude even Nas Pajamas when he was talking I forgot what that song was. it was him and Nashawn when they came out with that song I he's a prison yes he's like I'll see you again or something like that so was it's like, crazy
0: Frog. Like Nas had this vivid imagery it was like the new version of Slick Rick because Slick Rick gave me yeah. these, like, these stories yeah. and it was just like Yo, so that spoke to me and then you hear like Jay from like the Brooklyn perspective and it was so raw and it was so gutted. This was like telling like the drug dealer's perspective which wasn't my story, but I was just like if that's real, this shit is crazy. Right. Like
1: anyways. Um yeah, man, segue that into so
0: <laughs> get, get into get into how
1: you met Wifey first of all cuz we you skipped through you skipped through that part. I had my Wifey. Yeah, it's a really long story, but very long
0: story short was I ended up going to her housewarming party because she lived, she was like, by the way, shout out to the wifey, the, the other infamous P, because we have two infamous P wives. wives. That's right. Um, it's crazy. Paola and Paloma. But um, can't write this shit. So, um, I'm saying though. So I ended up going to her house when it was 2005 or six. You better get this date right, man. It's, it's never going to be right. <laughs> So I ended up going to, she invited me to this housewarming because we had a mutual friend. Ended up going to the housewarming party. Very, 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 I'll skip all the details. We'll get to that later, another day. But um, I ended up vibing with her mom at the housewarming. And her mom mom fell in love. She was just like, yo, she was just like, I like that guy. So my wife was just like, yo, well, my mom likes it. Because she does not like anybody. And mom is like an old school, like New York, Puerto Rican, which. By the way my wife has like um, some legendary like legendary music blood. Yeah. Her uncle is Chamaco Ramirez, very very famous salsa singer in Puerto Rico. All right. He was like around like Mark Anthony, like before Mark Anthony, he was like legendary. He oh, passed shit. away. So like moms was in New York, Spanish Harlem, like in all the clubs, Studio 54 back in the day while in Oh, so drugs. she lived the like, life. Up there, upper echelon, like that movie um, with J Lo and Marc Anthony was El Cantante. Yeah, that was around like Chumac Ramirez's life. So, oh, okay, um, super dope. But um, anyways, so moms fell in love, and from that day, like the day I met her, I was just like, "Yo, I know I'm gonna marry that lady." Damn. From the moment I knew right must away, must be nice, man. I knew right away. It was like she had so much swag. She was like fresh. She was cool. She was witty. She would like talk shit. She was a little spicy, and I was just <laughs> like. This is perfect. You like the picosas, man. <clears throat> I do. And uh, and I think, too, for her, but she has such a big heart. She's so caring. It's so like She's a very, very genuine person, and you don't meet authentic people. So I thought it was dope. So that's how we met downtown LA, actually. Three she's from the later, BX. Right?
1: BX. Represent. Three kids
0: later, here we are. Um, almost like 15 years
1: in, almost. So so this, this is probably going to be a mind fuck for some people, because I know that... Um, Somebody first, said, man, how come you didn't tell me about B? I was like, well, we'll get into that this episode. You get into it, but you, you tell them. Tell them how we met. So it's
0: ill. So I remember the first time I met Retro was probably about, I think just in passing, not like met, met, but like talked to you, I think, was both of our daughters go to the same daycare and it is in a very gentrified place, <laughs> just to say the least, right? Yeah. So, um, the school's cool, whatever. But there's only one type of person that drops their kids off there. It's either like or two types. There's like the Indians and then
1: there's like the white people. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's pretty much it, right? Yeah. There's a couple couple Latinos in there, but yeah. not a lot. Yeah, not a lot. You can count them on one hand. Yeah. So for sure.
0: So the rule is for like the infant classroom because um, Rachel's daughter Kennedy. She's. Wait, let me say the name or not. Yeah, that's fine. Right, okay. cool. Kennedy. Yeah. I was like, that got really awkward. I was like, did you want me to do that? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so Kennedy is, her birthday's in October. Yeah. And my daughter Leah, her birthday's in February. So they're a few months apart. So I remember, so the rule is when you go to the infant classroom, you have to take your shoes off or put on these surgical booties over your shoes so that you don't like track dirt on the floor because the kids crawl around. So I walk in one day and the first time I, I, I noticed, I was like, yo, there's some flavor in this school. I don't know who it is, but he had some J's outside of the classroom. So, me being like super hood, I was just like, yo, what size are those? So, I looked at the tag, I was like, damn, too small. A uh, little Asian feet. <laughs> Shout out to the Asian jeans, <laughs> so was size nine, holler. Like, <laughs> Fuck. They had like some fresh, I think it was some threes out there, some fours, I can't remember. But I was just like, yo, whose J's are these? I was like, nobody else in the school is rocking J's like that. That doesn't make any sense. So I didn't see him. Or I think maybe I saw him. I was like, yo, I think I saw no, I think that one time I saw you, and I was just mm-hmm. like, yo, those are your Jays out there, like they almost got took in because but they weren't my size. So <laughs> you got lucky. And he was just like, ah, that's what's up, man, cool, whatever. And just kept it pushing. But every time I drop him off, Kennedy is always so swagged out. Like she always got like some fresh, like she got some Cortezes. I even think she has some like retro ones. Yep. She has like the the Vans, like the ill sneakers. So she's always swagged out. So it's kind of like, all right, we know that's your kid. <laughs> it's very clear. That's like, all that's the wife, by kid. the way.
1: Like I, I put her in some fits sometimes, but the morning duties—that's that's, that's nah, all wifey. Wifey she puts, has it fresh. She, yeah,
0: Kennedy's always fresh. Like this, she doesn't miss a day. So, um, so then I was just like, yo, that's crazy. So then. About a month later or so, which is about a month ago from now, a little bit over a month ago, I run into him. And then I think he hit me up and you were like, yo, was that you wearing the Tribe Called
1: Quest jacket yeah. the other day? I was just like, like, I don't even know why I asked. I was like, it was you for I sure. I was like,
0: yeah. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that was me. He was just like, yo, dope, wifey saw you rocking it. And she was like, what parent is wearing Tribe Called Quest on this side of town? <laughs> and that's ended up that's how we met and i think we talked for an hour and i think 2 days later i was just like yo i'm trying to do this podcast you want to jump on and be the co-host and he was just like oh, let me sit on it for a day Next day he's like, yeah, I'm in. I was like, bet, let's run it. That's yeah, man. That's how we met. So this was a like month and a half long relationship.
1: We had our first date at the most Asian spot ever, which is a milk tea bar. We did have our, first date but neither of us had boba. We kept it funky. We're like, none of that. <laughs> no, I don't want those balls in the boba. Weird little mouth. marbles. None <laughs> no. of that shit. That, yeah, that shit was wild because everyone's saying like the chemistry is crazy, and then it really felt like the like the scene from Step Brothers. We're like, did we just become best friends? Yep. Or the fucking uh, the Spider-Man meme, the, the identical Spider-Man meme where we're both pointing at each other. Because I, I would tell my wife too, I was like, I would come back and be like, yeah, there's everyone here wears their fucking, like, their pants Crocs. up to their, they wear their Crocs <laughs> and their Crocs. jeans up to their fucking nipples. <laughs> Except this one dude. And then I it was just, it was kind of the same thing. I was like walking, I think Kennedy had just transitioned over to the toddler room. And I walked by and I saw a pair of Tim's and I was just like, no, no white like those Timberlands <laughs> right there. Because I think it was like the Roll Top Timberlands yeah, too, too. And I was just yeah. like, there's no way that these belong to anyone that' that's not that guy and then yeah, after that, sure. yeah, after that we got things bubbling, and you know you're you're probably way busier than I am just just juggling three kids and whatnot so the the you fact that you show though. you got your shit though man. the 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 fact that you put it out in the universe like you all want to do this, I thought about it, I was like, damn, there's a lot of things that I wanted to do like when I was like just things that I wanted to try, you know what I mean, like hobbies or whatever, and then I would always have somebody come in on it with me, but they couldn't match like the the enthusiasm or the or the work ethic or anything like that. And for then sure. when he told me, like, dude, I have everything set up. You just have to it's like plug and play. Just sure. come in <laughs> sure. and fucking do this shit. So I was I'll like be and you. just talk shit or do whatever. I was like, all right, cool. Like that sounds dope. And you know, I'm a pretty social person. I would consider myself somewhat of an extrovert and but for the most part, you know, I, I hang out with my, you know, my two girls, my wife and my daughter. So the fact that I could come out and just kind of chop it up and get some, not necessarily get some stuff off my chest, but just talk about yeah. like get guy stuff, you know what I mean? Like guy stuff amongst two other dudes, like, it's like clean. it's dope, yeah, it's dope. And then, you know, like Freddie's like super mature for his age and obviously me and you have a lot of the same sensibilities. So it's just, it felt like another version of home. You know what I mean? Sure. So, so that was super dope. But. You know
0: what's super crazy too, is like for the people listening and like even as um, we get the, the visuals to it, um, the dope thing about it, the thing I'm excited about, is that this shit is all 100% organic. There's nothing like fabricated. This is like an organic thing. It just happened naturally. It felt good. It feels right. There's, no, it's not forced. And the dope thing is, is like, as we continue to do this shit, like, our relationship will unfold like almost like some reality TV shit. It's gonna because, be fun, like, man. because we've only had about a month and a half worth of experience. It's gonna be so it's, fun. We're going we to learn so, shit
1: about each other. Like, You're going to see our relationship unfold, happening. yeah. It's going to be like reality TV crazy. or something like that. Reality reality podcasting, I guess, is the new
0: wave.
1: 100%. But yeah, man.
0: So no, it's still a super dope. And unscripted. I think yeah. completely unscripted, man. Yeah. It's just, it's happening. Yeah we, <laughs> have, we
1: have, it. yeah, we have bullet points and we just kind of bullshit about whatever and talk about whatever and then, and then so keep, it, keep it pushing. Out, and man. you know what? Shout out again to our producer extraordinaire, Freddie, because he tells us, like, Yo, you guys are going down a fucking rabbit hole. Keep By the it way, moving. if you guys don't get a chance to see Freddie's doing like, yeah, does the wrap it up B. You better wrap that shit up B. For everyone that's young, that's Oscar a fucking, music. that's Chappelle a reference. Show. That's yep, yeah, that's a reference to the Chappelle show. Was it, early odds two thousand? Wrap 2001? this
0: shit up B. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> next, uh, so yeah, anyone who who asked me about it, that's how we met. And again, it was organic in the in the digital age. It's it's crazy that that happened. This actual
0: communication, through.
1: like in yeah. person, <laughs> no texting. The fuck. Yeah, man. So you didn't um, DM me. <laughs> Next, next bullet point, uh, One Love, obviously, a track off of Illmatic, but also talking about one uh, love, one interpersonal love. relationships, because we spend most of our fucking time at work, and I remember reading this recently. Actually, my, um, one of my colleagues put me onto this article from Harper's Bazaar, and I think it was um, the title something along the lines of, um, Women Aren't Nags, We're Just Tired of Men's Shit and they went into the aspect of emotional labor. And the thing that was so interesting to me is because I don't think either of us have that problem. And in regards to emotional labor, what we mean by that or what the writer meant by that. And, and we'll have this in the show notes. I'm working on it. I promise we'll have show notes as quickly as possible on the site. But, um,
0: websites being worked on right now. Popscast.com.
1: Yeah, man. Um, the article basically talked about the emotional labor that women go through having to deal with men's problems in that for one, um, we're not talking about sweat equity, right? So if you, there's like a, a honey do list per se or something like that, oh, I need you to install the slide or blah blah blah, clean the gutters. That's pretty easy and it's mindless. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like taking the time to be like considerate or like how is she feeling today or this, that, and the third. It's like that's just not something that's typically programmed in us. But
0: it's not a part of our muscle memory, which for most guys is kind of just like I'm not thinking about. That.
1: Yeah. Like, no, let's just let me just be a provider because yeah, you know yeah. I think like.
0: I'll just bring home the bacon. Yeah, bring Is home the like, bacon.
1: Dad gets the biggest piece of steak or something like that or whatever. And then, you know. It, you're already talking shit, What? Right? Yeah.
0: He's gone, man. Brandon's gone, right? <laughs> you're a little, little smizzy? Talk to me, Retro. Talk to you're me. Little, you're, little
1: boy, no. you're little smizzy? You know, I like tell there's smacked.
0: visual and, like, audio cues. Like, he's just, like, sinking in his seat. Just, like, going down, like, yo, no, man. Smacked. Yo, by the way. really?
1: Bro, I told you I don't do this. <laughs> I don't. I really drink anymore either. But we could not We can't resist, man. Jameson and some Texas whiskey. What are you gonna do? But yeah, man. But like, you know, go back to emotional laborers. <laughs> <laughs> this this episode is gonna be like twenty two minutes long or
0: <laughs> something like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yo, we need to not pregame so early next time. No, that was fucking crazy. Nah, it Sorry, was. Sorry, go ahead. Um. A minute. Yeah, emotional labor, man. It's just talking about like I don't think me or you when we talk about our relationships, I don't I don't think me or you have this issue in that. I feel like I'm pretty considerate in terms of what you know, the needs and wants of my wife and stuff like that. And I don't consider it, you know, to be on some pussy shit if I do something nice for her or show her some affection or anything like that. But I think it's a problem that's indicative of most men our age and that Agreed. we're starting to shed it just now. I think that's like falls into the elder millennial excuse me category. <laughs> You gonna start hiccuping and shit now? Like yeah? The, like, the like, the, like the cartoon drugs? It's get him like some water. You also, I'll be right back. Hold get on. <laughs> Let me get someone. Give me your cup, bro.
0: Get him hooked up to an IV. Let's go. <laughs> uh, like the, we got like oh, the,
1: it's right here. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yo, we got a picture. We're like official now. We elevated our game. <laughs>
1: Man. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Um But no, I think that's like falls into the Elder Millennial category where we're not. The young guys, but we're not the older guys, like the 40, 50 year old ages. But I agree with you, man. I think those are issues that really aren't in our household. Um, Even the article you sent me about what we're just talking about right now was funny because I was just like, I actually relate to the wife in that situation, (laughs) which is crazy. Um, Again, the roles have definitely they've kind of just morphed into each other where yeah, there's they no blur, other, like man. a line anymore it's not really this definitive like this is the guy's role this is the woman's role sometimes those roles are different and that's Dude, okay
1: yeah. we're not fucking hunters and gatherers anymore yeah but like, this isn't mm, like you, it's almost impossible to live in la without a two-person income
0: no it's it's really it fucking it is
1: impossible like it's very yeah, difficult. it's really fucking hard so of course the lines are going to blur just daycare right?
0: alone is like twenty oh, five hundred we'll bucks a month that shit man like People say, oh, dayless. you got to get ready for your college. No, fuck that. You have to get ready for daycare. Man.
1: Yeah. When yeah. they're infants. <laughs> like, the That's another mortgage, especially for you, man. I was so fucking happy when, when your middle kid graduated. I was like, oh my God. Congratulations. We got a month. Yo,
0: countdown. We're going to put up a countdown on the Freddie, Can we do that? Can we do like a countdown?
1: Countdown on the site. So when we like stop
0: that. paying tuition for Benji?
1: <laughs> this B is going to come 24th? through here. <laughs> Shining. Counting? Shining. Shining, 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 shining. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, there was a, a, another article, I think, that expounded on, besides emotional labor, um, more so just uh woman being, like, everything for a man and having that just become so burdensome to the women, which I kind of agree with, too, because I feel like a lot of the times when I'm dealing with shit, I'm like, I don't want bother, to bother other people about it. I, I definitely don't want to bother my wife. But when I do vent to her, it's like, damn, that's fucked up. Like... She has her own shit that she's going through, so now she's gotta be, I think there was this myth that I think started from the beginning of time where it's just basically like, oh well, men are supposed to be, we have this specific role and women just take on our bullshit as well as take care of the bullshit that's at, not bullshit, but take care of the stuff that's at home. So essentially they have like their caregivers for their kids, their caregivers for their significant others. They also, if they weren't working at the time, they'd like take care of house stuff. That's like three fucking full-time jobs. And they're expected to deal with this like over the entire amount of time that, that men have been like alive and relying on them. And now I think the the article, and I'll put that, we'll put that up on the, the website too. It talks about how there's like men's support groups and stuff like that about now that we can just kind of, Shoot the shit without judgment or anything like that, or kind of express our feelings in a way that maybe we wouldn't feel comfortable with doing that to our wives, just because they're going through so much on their own.
0: Dude, I mean, I think even that too is like the anomaly. Is like men support groups is kind of yeah, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? dude, arc. I struggle like, so much saying with saying it. Even is just like I struggle so much groups, groups, with like, fucking that.
0: Man, that's a word like man up. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what you say like man up. Like, I
1: I can't no. <laughs> man. Like it's just. Even the thought of it, but I think this is a good start for it, right? the podcast where we just kind of talk shit and we're not, again, we're not always going to be right, but we want to express ourselves and see what other people have to say about it. And then, you know, correct course if there's a course that needs to be corrected or whatever, because I, I still very much so am aware of the sensibilities I have. A lot of them are still troublesome where like if I show a moment of tenderness with my child or something like that, I'll turn on like, <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: yay. And, yeah. like, and I
1: still feel super fucked up about that and I don't mean to take shots at the LGBTQIA community but like that's still a thought process of mine that I'm trying to train myself out of you know what I mean and it's just like and, and on top of that you know like we talked about last episode we, talk, we like listen to problematic music mm-hmm. so of course like what well, can be viewed as problematic but we're still listening to that day in day out and of course you know we're gonna get some of that leakage out into our daily lives so I think Correct. the balance is always gonna be I think the struggle is always gonna be there but I think realizing it first and foremost, and not putting that shit on our wives. No, I, is gonna I agree, man. I think clutch. we all got to
0: have the outlets, too. I think the household is, like, the perfect place to start. But I also think, too, there should be, like, an alternative and, like, a secondary silo that we can kind of escape to because I think that's important just for, like, our mental health, too. Because that shit's hard, man. Like, I have three kids, and it's just, like, sometimes, like, that shit is fucking crazy. I can't like imagine, I, I can't, like, I sometimes think about it. I'm like, yo, how do a single fucking mothers do this shit. Like, I'm exhausted. My first fucking week. I want to yeah. see my kid. Like, I want to get him to bed and just like, yo, I'm out. Like, let me do my thing.
1: Single parents are fucking superheroes. I don't
0: know. That's crazy. Like, I don't even get it.
1: Like, even for one kid, it's right? Hard. Kennedy's like, I feel like Kennedy's a pretty easy kid, but if I was just stuck with her by myself without my wife, like, period, I'd probably fucking die. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. There's been times where I think about, it, I was like, man, safe surrender. Yeah. Safe surrender. Just take her to the fucking fire station. No one's gonna judge me. <laughs> now I'm like, ah, she's 19 months. She can recognize me. She might. She oh, might.
0: Dad,
1: <laughs> you really dropped me off. <laughs> but that outlet, yeah, I think that before, even it's before, man. Yeah, before that outlet, I think one of the other outlets that we had involved work, and I think maybe our work is so different from each other. I'm not gonna get into my work so much or be <laughs> so much, but you got a work spouse, man. I did. Um, not anymore. I mean, Orion, that's that's weird. You, no, that's not weird. Because women have work wives. You could have a work husband.
0: I don't know if I'm not comfortable with that yet.
1: Not, I don't think I'm quite that worried. involved. We'll work, we'll work towards it. We'll work <laughs> towards <laughs> it. Scared.
0: No, um, I did, though, for the longest time. But even, like, in my position, I've been in management for almost 20 years now. And for me, I've always... For me, I feel like I always hire like women, mm-hmm. just because I feel like they bring something totally different, and it's always a different perspective, and I always like value and appreciate the fact that there's somebody totally different that will view something completely like opposite of the way I would, because I feel like I always hire people who who offer like my weaknesses as their strengths, right? Because I feel like that makes us just a stronger team anyway. So for the longest, I had like all women, especially in management positions, I always put like. Let me correct myself. I don't put, like, I help kind of steer that so that there's more people of color in management positions and also women in management positions because I think that's important to be equally represented, especially in the corporate side. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. There's not not a lot of it out there. So I think for me that's always been super important to me to be able to support that that initiative. And I think it also brings, like, a lot of flavor to, like, a work environment. So I, I, for sure, if I had work wives, like... Several throughout like the span of my almost 20 years of career, 20 years worth of careers. Like, that's I've always been a supporter of that, and I think that that's the most important thing. And my wife supports it, and like, she's just like, Oh, that's what does, she think? Part, what does yeah. she think? And it's that's just the best like, part,
1: man. Because oh. they had, I think, though, your work wives deal with you like for one half of the day, then your wife gets the other half of the day, mm-hmm. and then that you just need somebody at least to like run ideas across and stuff like that, not just you know, because subordinates. You can. I'm not even a manager yet, but I imagine subordinates, You can kind of not trust them sometimes because like they're just. They might just be yes men or yes women or whatever. But then you want somebody that's going to give you the real, like keep it Absolutely. funky and be like, okay, well you're fucking up here, you're not fucking up there. But also, there's the understanding that they're going to have your best interests in mind. Absolutely. Which is the dope. I think like, and I know this is like a. a, a I guess it's a hot topic or maybe a controversial topic just because a lot of people are like, you're fucking your work wife. You're fuck fucking your work husband. I'm like, no, it's no not. man. I think what it is is fucking you get dickhead. the... You My You God. just... I think people just naturally form intimate relationships when they have to work together for someone. <laughs> no. Did you just shoot the rest of that Freddy, shit? Freddie just shot the rest of the fucking uh, TX Whiskey. Freddy, good good for him. Super thirsty. See, he can't relate to this yet. Don't worry. Do you have a work wife yet, Freddie?
0: I think I have a work husband most Okay
1: us for sure your work husband. Okay, work husband, yeah. work spouse. I'm not mad at that at all, but I think that for sure having some forming some sort of intimate bond with somebody where you can at least be like 100% real with them and have them be real with you and have a meaningful exchange of like thoughts and ideas 100%. and stuff like that without yeah. without judgment cuz for me, I think I came into a position that you were talking about because where I, where I work at, like the demographic is already 65% women. Right, mm-hmm. but there's not a whole lot of representation at the top. Right. So when you're kind of in the trenches and you see the shit that other people are going through, my work wife kind of took me in. she's the one she didn't necessarily tell me necessarily tell me about the job. But once I got there, she's like, well, I'm gonna show you the ropes. Well, blah, this, that and the third. And she just kind of like always made sure, like even little shit, man, which is why I think I try so hard to reciprocate thoughtfulness to my other colleagues and also my wife. Because in a way it's just like things that you don't even think of, like, you know, like, oh, I'm hungry. If you say I'm hungry, then obviously someone's like, Oh, I'll get something to eat. Mm-hmm. But then having somebody know when you space your snacks out and they're just like, Have you eaten your snack yet? Like, have you done this yet? Have Please you done so. that yet? Or like little things like that. Yeah, and they'll be like, Oh, just watch out for this, watch out for that, like, you know, this person's kinda shady or whatever. And like having that be like come from a completely like earnest place. Yeah. One is kind of a foreign concept, I think. Um,
0: like, you just have my, like, back unsolicited? Like, yeah, because people, I, people think the
1: corporate world's kind of, like, cutthroat and stuff like that. Yeah, but then yeah. when you're really looking out for each other, and I think the more that we realize that, like, office life isn't a zero-sum game. So if if I win, that doesn't mean you lose. Correct. Like, true. so for me, I, and I think that um, this is a characteristic that a lot of women have is just that they're, like, they celebrate wins as group wins. Whereas I think... Yeah, rugged individualism is, is primarily a man thing, where it's like, me, True. me, me, I want the, all the personal glory, but for me, me personally, it's just like, yo, if you win, I win, you know, if, yeah. you, if you've if you had some dope shit happen to you, they're like, oh, fuck yeah, like, we're really out here, or if some shit happens to you, that's dope, we're like, we're all out here, like, shining, you know Do you think I mean? that's,
0: like, gender-based, or do you think that's just, like, maturity-based? Because I think, too, like, in our elder years, and not to say that we're old guys, but I feel like in our elder years, you become more mature, and then you're a little bit more accepting, and you're not so concerned with, like, that. I think it's like both,
1: personal. Man. I think it's both because the, the people, I think the stereotype of like corporate 80s is very, you know, like Wall Street stuff, right? Where oh, it sure. first came from is that people were just super cut, they're like, they didn't give a fuck about anything. It was like, what kind of, like, you always have to watch your back. Yeah. Why would you want to work in that environment where you can't nurture each other's like creativity or, you know, progression in 100%. terms of um, what they, what people learn on the job? So I think, I think it's a little bit of both. I, and I think it's
0: interesting too, because specifically with your like career, your job, it's definitely not like a lot of room for creativity. It's pretty much just like this oh, yeah, is what dude. it is. You yeah. know, it's very yeah. linear, right? I'm like, not like, for everyone out right? there.
1: I'm not a fucking creative person at all. Like and I your surround myself career. With yeah, my career. Well,
0: just all you're around. a creative person outside of the career, but I think. Well, thank
1: you, man. I I, I appreciate that. But yeah, my career, I'm very very practical. Yeah. So the fact that I have somebody looking out for me like that, it's and dope. this is this is shit too, because someone asked me because I've since moved jobs and somebody asked me, he's like, oh, so who are your work wife at your new jobs? I was like, one, you never forget your first. Fact. Two, she's my first, last, and only.
0: I have <laughs> 20
1: plus years to go for the rest of my career. I'm never gonna have another one.
0: Uh, That's
1: true. I might have a work sibling or a work cousin Cousin. or something like that. (laughs) I will never have another work wife. I don't think so. I don't think so. Not that looks up up for me like that. Because that shit, to me, like, because the first time I've ever had one, right? I had already been in the workforce for, like, 15, 20 years or something like that. And this is the first time that someone's showing me, like, genuine love. And they're just like, yo, do this, do that. Or, Mm. like, let me show you how to do this, that. And the third was like, that's so foreign to me. So, for me, I try to impart that onto others as well. But I don't necessarily expect that in return, and also, I don't know, I just don't feel right. This oh, is just like, man. remember how we were talking about, like, you don't cheat on your significant other, you don't cheat on your barber, and you definitely don't cheat on uh, on your work wife or anything like that. Hey, shout, shout out, out to, to Adrian. Brand. Shout out to Brandon, shout out to Adrian, man, <laughs> That's a poppy yeah. over here. <laughs> We go to the same barber now, so that's where that reference came from as well. B finally got his hair cut. Adrian,
0: it's been like a month, bro. (laughs) Thank you for hooking me up. Thank you for blessing me. It's been great. I don't look homeless anymore.
1: I mean, you know, just keep lining it up. You're good, man. I mean. In between cuts, you can line it up. I can't do that. Because my my growth pattern is fucking whack. Anyway, enough about that shit. Uh, Was the next segment? Well, shout out to the the work wives. Shout out to the work wives. And work spouses. Yo, anyway. Um... I guess we got to wrap, man. Uh, right? Too much, ti- too much time already. All right. Yeah, well, we can cover the rest
0: in the next episode. That's fine. Yeah, we'll
1: cover, we'll cover the rest later, man. We got a few other things to talk about, but for now...
0: I think that's it, man. Yeah. That's
1: it. Yeah, we're Gucci. I think that's it. Episode two of the Popscast, man. Yeah, Illmatic, Stillmatic. Ill-matic. Anybody who has comments, questions, criticisms, anything like that, hit us up via email. Your B at thehiphops.com. I'm retro at thehiphops.com. You can also find us both on Instagram. Hip hops, hip the hip hops, or um, the podcast, retro boogie, or retro boogie, at, or at, at the, the podcast. So retro. holler at us, man. Let us know. Any feedbacks appreciated. And Thank if you, guys you want again. some
0: extra like production work, video work, hit up Freddie.
1: Freddy the God. Fred the Godson. We're also taking sponsors, but none of that whack shit. Like, if Sketchers tries to sponsor us, fuck that. We're not going to do it. But whiskey, something Ooh, like that. Some whiskey, well, some fly it depends shit. Depends
0: on, like, if they're really trying nah. to sponsor. Sketchers can
1: throw me the fucking bag. You will never catch me in that shit, bro. I'll I, put i Ni- will I'll, I'll fucking put a duct tape Nike Swoosh on it and be like, okay, now we can, there's now we can talk. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a, there's Air, some off-white shape-ups. <laughs> Air quotes. There's some off-white shape-ups with the round <laughs> I mean, fuck it. Yeah, uh, no, the, no, fuck it. No, we right. keep
0: it integrity, man. No, no sketches. It's not happening. Ep- episode <laughs> two,
1: man, wrapped up, man. I'll, two, I'll let dramatic,
0: man. We're gonna no, we're gonna do no. Don't hit stop yet. Let me get two more seconds. We're gonna make sure we get these to you like as quick as possible. we will probably try to get you like every two weeks with some new episodes because that's. Feedback we got was exceptional. The love is genuine. We appreciate it. And we it really love
1: doing it, man. Even though it's our second episode, man, we love it. It's, it's like, a lot you know, of fun. Yeah, at least two weeks, three weeks, maybe at the most. But they're gonna come. They're gonna come at you fast. So be ready. Okay. All right, now, Fred, it's is not cool
0: with you before I say that. Yeah. I'm gonna be short. I said it anyway. Yeah. Fuck. Never mind. Don't email Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right. It. Signing, signing off, man. man. Episode two of the podcast. Nice see you there. Peace. Peace.